if just a few minutes with people can help them to eat more and get moving and just have more joy in their day, how much greater that could be if they got dedicated sessions with a mm-hmm. nurse and a trained dog and reserve that time um, for their loved ones. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, and this is the Serving Senior Podcast. And this is the podcast where we highlight those businesses and professionals that are helping serve seniors at such a high level where they thrive in retirement. And we have an amazing guest today. We have Miss Claire Spencer. She's with Petworthy. And they, yes, you, you heard it right. We have a Petworthy, <laughs> uh, and they specialize in individual and personalized pet therapy. Uh, focused on seniors. So we were so interested in this topic. We wanted to have Claire on today to share her story. Claire, how are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on, Matt. I'm excited to to talk today. Hey, you're so you're so welcome. I heard I heard your story and your business, and I said we got to have Claire on. This is gonna be this is gonna be a huge hit. So thank you for uh, for jumping on. I really appreciate it. Thank yeah, you. <laughs> that's awesome. Well, we like to kind of give a little background to the listeners, Claire. Maybe mm-hmm. you could share like your background, your story, where you're from, maybe how you got to Nashville and how in the world did you get into pet therapy? Well, that is a great question. So my background, I grew up in Irvine, California, and I always grew up around pets and dogs. Okay. Um, my granddad, he had five Labradors which I thought was the dream place growing up to go visit my grandpa. And I decided early on that I wanted to go into the healthcare profession. And when I was applying to different universities, I applied to Auburn University because my other granddad had been a veterinarian uh, professor there for years. And I just wanted to try something new. They had just built a beautiful nursing school and I made my way out to Auburn and loved it. Such a beautiful campus. Everyone is so kind there. The exact opposite of Irvine, California, though, I would say. Very different. I was sure. Quite quite the difference, Um, but it was a very welcomed uh, change. And I got to meet so many awesome communities and groups there. And in my nursing program, actually, we had a therapy dog course. Mm. And I got to go meet a part part of it. Uh, Dr. Pope, he taught it. And we just got to see how time with therapy dogs affects the human psyche and can improve mental health and even physical health outcomes. So that's kind of where my interest was sparked. It's like my two loves in life, nursing, caring for others and dogs. Okay. And from there I graduated and Nashville was a very happy medium, a little bigger city. And I got my first emergency room job as a nurse, which was my goal. And I started working as an ER nurse, which was so fun. I learned a lot. And I started volunteering with my dog, um, doing therapy work in Nashville and just started seeing the incredible outcomes that these sessions were having on people. And so that's why I started Petworthy because I thought, if just a few minutes with people can help them to eat more and get moving and just have more joy in their day, how much 
greater that could be if they got dedicated sessions with a mm-hmm. nurse and a trained dog and reserve that time um, for their loved ones. Wow. That's yeah. a, that's an awesome story. That's it. Now do you thank miss, you? Yeah, you miss California? I miss parts of it. I mean, okay. you can't beat the weather and the beautiful geography, the beaches, you know, the national parks. There's so many awesome parts of California. Um, but I I love, love Nashville. There's just been so many great opportunities. I've met so many awesome people and there's so much beautiful nature. So we've loved it here and we'll be here for as, as long as I can imagine right now. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. And, and I guess the bigger question, when is Auburn going to be good at football again? Yeah. Um, that's a question I think we've been wondering for a okay. while now. Gotcha. Um, <laughs> yeah. That Iron Bowl was a tough, we were there, uh, my husband and I. And they've given us just enough hope, oh, you know, man. they're playing really there. well. And then the last, the last 30 seconds. Oh, were you had it too. You had it. <laughs> well, the, you'll think yes. this is what we were. So our kids hadn't been to, um, they go to the local, the NFL games, but they hadn't been to uh-huh. a big time college game um, outside of Nashville. So we took them to Neyland stadium and their first sec game. It was Tennessee and Vanderbilt and people so were, fun. people were pumped and, you know, there was lots of fights and all. It was really they're playing playing Taylor Swift bad blood. There was so much animosity in the game. And then on the way out, there was people just huddled around cell phones. And I was like, what's going on? Like, you know, something crazy going on in the news. And I look and it's the Alabama Auburn game. And the people were, just, they were almost as mad as you were that Alabama came back and won. Cause there was like, there was going to be, they beat Vanderbilt and they're about to watch Auburn beat Alabama. And they were so mad watching on their cell phones. So your, your pain was felt in Knoxville as well at the same time. Oh, I'm sure. And when everyone, I mean, I feel like whenever anyone plays Alabama SEC, they're they're ruined against it because they're just so good. At and, it. Yeah, and now now because y'all lost, now Georgia's not in the championship because now Alabama beat them. I mean, it's chain reaction. I know we messed everything up. Huh? Yeah, it's a great <laughs> crazy game. Well, that's I'm glad uh, you got to go. At least I'm sure that was fun. Do you go down to Auburn much? No, that was actually the first time back since I graduated, and it's just so great to see the campus and to walk around and just see all the changes since I left. Um, so that was a really fun weekend. Yeah. Despite, despite the game, <laughs> it was very fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's so cool. Well, mm-hmm. um, maybe dive into, if you could share some examples of whether maybe what you've seen happen and I don't know if there's studies or anything like that, but I guess, maybe just what you've seen in your volunteer. And then as you've started this new business, what kind of changes you see in people and and feel free to add in any specific examples of patients you've worked with as well. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, So one, the most impactful example, um, last year, I, by a bunch of crazy events, ended up being the emergency room nurse for my neighbor's husband. Um, he he had had a stroke years ago and had been in assisted living, not living together um, the past few years. And mm-hmm. I, I got the honor of treating him and being his nurse for a few hours. And he ended up being able to go back to the fil- facility. He was discharged. And I saw my neighbor the next day in the hallway. And I was like, would you like us to go 
visit um, your husband with our dog Milo. He he's he's retired now. We call him. He's twelve year old golden retriever. Okay. But our neighbor absolutely loved him, and so we went to the nursing home and spent an hour with him. And she was just shocked. She he ate his whole meal while we were there. He got up to do physical therapy that day. He was more motivated and talked the whole time where normally he's only up for short periods of time. And it was just such a beautiful picture of the impact of therapy dog sessions with an individual. And um, there's so, so much research um, that shows that sessions with therapy dogs can increase motivation um, improve certain vital signs like decreased blood pressure and heart rate when it's associated with anxiety or stress, um, you know, reducing uh, stress in, you know, a stressful situation when you're not at home or in the hospital. Um, so that was my most impactful moment. Mm. Um, that's actually what it was after that week that I went home and I talked to my husband. And I was like, I think I want to try to do this full time. Like I would love to start a business about this. Um, but there are so many little stories like that, that I've had just from working with therapy dogs. Um, a few weeks ago, we went to a memory care facility and this adorable little elderly lady, she was in her wheelchair, not looking at anyone. And I asked her if she wanted to see the, the therapy dog, Kylie. And she was, she just kind of nodded yes. And Kylie put her head in her lap and looked at her and this little lady started tearing up and petting her head and repeating, I love you to the dog. And the nurses there were shocked because like she had not spoken all week. She has Alzheimer's and is um, just not very verbal anymore or interactive. And just to see that kind of was a like just such a cool example of different ways that therapy dogs can kind of improve memory recall with those with dementia and Alzheimer's, especially if they had dogs growing up or a love of dogs, because okay. it kind of helps sequence events in their head mm -hmm. and um, just talk about dogs and um, just socialize and connect, which is so helpful. Mm. Wow. That's such a cool story. Yeah, that kind of puts yeah. interesting to see what triggers people. And, you know, you wouldn't have thought dogs, but um, I would assume, too, it doesn't really matter if they used to be a pet owner or they are a pet owner. It's just that close interaction, especially if they've been lonely yeah. and no people around. Because it might be weird, right? If you jump up on their lap, that might be <laughs> weird. But uh, it's not weird for a dog. And just uh, that with a living, breathing organism yeah. um, right up on their lap just can change their whole perspective. Mm -hmm. that's yeah really the human awesome. animal bond is a very unique thing and just the connection um, when people make that eye contact with the dog and it just uplifts your spirits and it, like calm you down it's very impactful um, mm -hmm. which I've just learned more and more about over the past two years of of working with therapy dogs in different settings mm, that's great well, it sounds like you have a unique skill set, also unique interest, you know, the kind of marrying the the pets and the the nursing. Um, I always like to ask, what do you think are your personal superpowers that allow you to be successful and allow you to serve these seniors at such a high level? 
That is a great question. Let me think for a second. Mm -hmm. Well, it doesn't sound very exciting, but I think that one of my superpowers, just from my time as an emergency room nurse uh, in the past three years, is the power of observation mm. and being able to see the environment, see the person, and make sure that they feel cared for and that they're safe. So it's noticing that their rug is not secure to the floor. Like they might slip. Like, okay. let me mention that to the family when I see them. Um, they look uncomfortable. They're a little short of breath. Like let's sit them up in bed. Uh, they're a little hesitant to talk about this or getting a little stressed. Like let's redirect the conversation. And I've just developed these skills with observing people's emotions and behaviors and safety from being emergency room nurse. And I think that that is something that really makes Petworthy stand out because you get the nurse and the communication and socialization, but also the time with the cute therapy dog. That's awesome. That is really cool. <laughs> now, don't and don't say that's not exciting. I mean, think about x-ray vision is really cool. They always... Looking through, seeing through the thing. So that's super cool. That's true. So much that's a much cooler way to word it. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That is really awesome. That's some that's some really good stuff. Maybe share, uh, Claire, if someone's listening and they're in the uh the senior world, maybe they work with seniors. Um, maybe a couple professionals that people should think about to forward this off to. There's certain types of businesses that would be good contacts for you that should hear this message. Yeah, that's a great question. Um, I think that there are a lot of different facilities and individuals that could benefit from these, you know, personalized and dedicated pet therapy sessions. But some important key ones are different hospice and home health care organizations. Okay. Um, because we we are a mobile company, so I go to them. So if they're at their home receiving hospice or at a facility, I can go to their room and spend that dedicated time with them. Um, so I think that that's an awesome uh, connection to have. And okay. it can really improve the quality of life for people in hospice or at home care that aren't getting out as much or socializing. Um, different uh, psychiatric facilities there are tons of studies about the benefits of therapy dogs and um, decreasing levels of agitation and stress and anxiety. Wow. And that is very stressful. That can be a very stressful state, you know, when you're in a facility. So just helping calm people down. Also for the staff, um, just they're dealing with a lot and just going in and pouring into the staff and having them pet a dog and have a distraction um, for a little bit. Um I think that those are the the main mm -hmm. ones, but just anyone that that you feel could benefit from time with a dog and being listened to and heard and just have that connection with. That's perfect. And the people, if it's individual, is it like 30 minutes or an hour? I guess, what do, what do you call a session? Yeah, so we do 30-minute sessions or an hour session. Okay. So depending on the patient, like if someone is recovering from surgery or very elderly, uh, has Alzheimer's, a 30-minute session can be a lot for them because it's a lot of sensory. It's a right. lot of hearing. Um, so it could tire them out. 
Um, but like an hour session, maybe if it's tracking to more to my other field is like, if it's a child, like a child with autism, that's learning how to connect with their, their new therapist. There are studies that show having a dog there can help decrease okay. anxiety and help with communication. Um, so I do it 30 minutes or an hour. We do events, um, like Christmas parties. Um, just, it's a fun way to show your appreciation for your employees to have okay. a cute therapy dog come to the office. Um, so we do a variety of things, but our, our main things are the private sessions and then the facility visits. Okay. That's awesome. And it sounds like you're big into the community. I think you're going to be working the, uh, Alzheimer's Tennessee walk with Cheryl Blanchard. Yes. Yes. She has been incredible. Um, so we'll be, um, we still need to work out the details, but, um, probably in the education area with the comfort keepers booth, okay. another great organization that if you, if you have anyone, a loved one that needs more resources at home, um, they provide help for seniors, um, non-medical help. So like, cooking, cleaning, um, different things, but we'll be with comfort keepers and hopefully educating people about the benefits of pet therapy and how it could be a good idea to bring your behaved dog to visit your grandma and different, um, different things like that. That's so cool. That is Mm -hmm. so cool. And if someone's thinking about a yapping chihuahua and stressing everyone out, these are calm, larger dogs that are very relaxing and calming. Yes. So that's our dog. The dog that I have trained and work with is Kylie. She's a two and a half year old golden retriever, but she's very calm. And that's what they're trained to do. Provide comfort, relaxation, and just bring joy to people. So Mm. she knows a bunch of different cute tricks. Um, Like she'll wave. I put her paw up to wave. She'll visit is where she puts her head either on your lap or on the bed of the patient so they can pet her. Um, It's just so many cute tricks and things to bring smiles, but also to provide that comfort and just where she can relax and be, you know, near them where they can pet her. That's perfect. Kylie, huh? Yeah. Kylie's Kylie's the main one. We have Milo's my personal dog too. But he's 12, so he's retired, we say. <laughs> gotcha. That's so cool. Retired, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, that's what uh-huh. 12 times seven. So that's about retirement age, right? Yeah, he's a, he's a, we call him our geriatric dog. He sleeps. He still goes on walks. He's very healthy, but oh, he's that's, retired. <laughs> that's so cool. Well, before we uh, before we shut down, I guess, may, any uh, resources you'd recommend that say you're you're someone that either deals with seniors or maybe you're uh, listening in this, you have a, you're doing your self-care for mom or dad, any resources besides what you do that you recommend uh, people check yeah. out? Um, let's see. There are some other awesome volunteer therapy dog organizations. So it's different than what I do, um, but still awesome. There's a music city pet partners and Alliance of Therapy Dogs and Love on Leash. Those are the three big ones. So if you work at a nursing home and really could use a therapy dog um, just to surprise your, you know, your seniors or something like a tragedy happens, you need someone to come in. Um, those are some awesome org- organizations to reach out to as well. Um, and 
There's also the Natural Humane Society. If you have a loved one that still is able to take care of animals, there are a lot of benefits from motivating someone to get out of bed mm. and feed their cat or their dog and brush them. So there's different there's different ways to do pet therapy, um, including you know with your own pet. Um, so those are some great organizations. Awesome. And like we mentioned, Comfort Keepers and Alzheimer's in Tennessee, just providing resources for um, the elderly t- so that they can do well in retirement and be taken care of and be safe. Yeah, that's awesome. That's so cool. Those are, those are all great. Well, um, maybe share with the audience if they wanted to learn more about you and what you do, how they'd get in touch with you and then which parts of middle Tennessee are you serving? Yeah. So the easiest way to learn more about us is our website. Okay. So that is www.petworthy.care. And that you can learn, you can book a session on that website is my email address. I respond to emails quickly. And if you want to see some adorable pictures and stay up to date on what we do, we have an Instagram and a Facebook. Um, both are petworthy.care. Um, and I'll, I respond to messages on those as well, but just different ways to get connected with us. That's so awesome. That's so awesome. And just so you know, and anyone listening, that I'm assuming just like in-home care insurance doesn't cover what you do, right? This would be an added therapy a lot of times, just like in-home care. And that's what we do is we teach people how to ethically, effectively um, use their home equity to be able to pay for services such as in-home care, pet therapy, et cetera. So a lot of people, they don't think it's worth it or they don't think they want to part with some of their money to pay for all these things. And then they end up either sick or in trouble or fall, et cetera. So that's what we love to do is teach people there's alternative ways to pay for your senior care and make sure the seniors are in your life are served at a high level. So if we can ever help with that, please let us know. And most importantly, keep up the great work. You're doing some awesome things with seniors and you're serving seniors at such a high level. We really appreciate you being on here. Yes. No, thank you for having me. And thank you for what you do. It's such a blessing being able to help seniors with their finances because that can be very stressful. And I've seen it firsthand how stressful that could be for them, but giving them a resource to be able to book these different therapies and services that can improve the quality of their life is such a huge blessing for people in our community. Yeah. Um, it's awesome. Yeah. Um, but also, I forgot to mention, we oh, yeah. are mostly, we serve Davidson County. Okay. Um, yes. And then if there's a session that's outside Davidson County, we just have an additional gas fee, but it's not significant. Um, that's awesome. Middle so, Tennessee, Davidson. So Davidson yeah. County and the counties kind of surrounding. Yeah. Um, and it's case by case. You, uh, feel right. free to reach out if you're not sure. Uh, I'll get back to you and I'm sure we can make something work. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh-huh. Have gas, we'll travel, it sounds like, if you're in the, in the yes. Tennessee area. Yeah, and I was going to ask, um, in your line of work with seniors, what has been the most impactful moment for you getting to serve this population? Oh, cool. Yeah, thank you for asking. I'd say that the the, uh, the biggest thing in general would be that finances causes a lot of stress. So to be able to take that off, I I say we're not selling money or we're not selling loans. We're really just selling peace of mind is what we're offering. 
to not have to worry about to decide between medicine and food, not having to decide between if something goes wrong, not having to worry about, well, I should have taken out that long-term care. You know, I should have taken that policy yeah. out 30 years ago. It's like, well, you kind of did. You bought a house, it's gone up and you <laughs> paid it off. You know, the money's there to pay for your care. You just need someone to teach you how to use it. So I think the biggest thing is just giving people that peace of mind and that comfort that, hey, we all probably sh kind of should have maybe sort of possibly done something else with our money in the past, but you may, you probably did make a good decision to buy a house and it's gone up and you've paid it off. So there may be some solutions there. So it's just selling that uh, peace of mind and giving people the comfort that there are some solutions. You don't need to, you don't need to stay by yourself. You can afford in-home care. You can afford pet therapy. You just need the right person to show you how to do it. That's awesome. I love to hear that. Yep. That's what we do. Well, thanks again for being on here. Thank you for the question. And also yeah. thank you for uh, being on the Serving Senior Podcast. And you are one of those professionals that are helping seniors not just get by, but actually thrive in retirement. So thanks for being on here and thank you for listening. Have a great day. Thanks, Matt. Take care. Hey, this is Matt Helton with One Trust Home Loans, home of Retirement Mortgage Solutions. And we really do appreciate you checking out the Serving Seniors podcast today. Now, please go to the description down in the body uh, of the podcast where you can subscribe to get future shows. Please click that notification button so you get notified when other shows drop. And also, if you can go to servingseniorspodcast.com, and we'd love to hear a comment about our show. We have a heart to serve seniors, and we have a heart to make sure seniors don't just survive retirement. Don't just get by in retirement. We want to show seniors how to thrive in retirement. So if you know of anyone that's 55 and older that could use some extra cash flow, maybe the retirement's not going the way that they like. Our retirement mortgage solutions are designed for folks, depending on the state, they're either 55 or 62 and older to make sure that they have that kind of retirement that they want. As long as they own a home and they're in a good equity position, there could be some solutions that they may not have thought about, or maybe they've thought of and they just didn't know how they work. That's what we do. So anyone in that age group that could use some mortgage advice, my team and I would love to be able to help them. Thanks again and look forward to seeing you on the next show. Have a great day.